Now, today, we're taking a little brief pause in our series, which is on our vision and mission and how it is that we flesh that. We're pausing just for a moment, and we're running along with what we do every time we have a family worship service, and that is we, we join in with what the kids and, and student ministries are doing with this thing called Orange Curriculum. And so they're on one particular week, and here's what this week is about on this week. It is just simply about real love. Now, we chose the term real love because you'll see it here in the passage. You heard her read it here uh, in just a moment. But I don't think I have to convince anyone in this room, do I, that at times we all fail to love others. At times. I'm not saying we never love others. I'm not saying, I'm saying at times we all fail when it comes to loving others. Choose that language intentionally. I say fail because we want to love others. I think most people in the world, you ask them the question, do you want to love those uh, that, are, that are most important in your life? I think virtually everyone would say, of course I would love. Yes, I want to love others. And so when we fail at doing that which we want to do, guess who feels the worst about it? Us. We feel the worst about not loving those that we really do want to love. We, we want to love them, and, and yet we find ourselves at times being way too selfish, self-oriented. I, I just can't get past me sometimes. I can't get out of my own way to love others well at times. There are other times in which, man, I can't wait to lay my life down. And I mean that sincerely. I wish those were more often, but there are times, maybe with uh, Judith or the boys or, or, or other folks, I, I really do. I want to give every fiber of my being over to them, and I'll, I'll, I'll try in some manner um, to live that out. At times, we all fail. What is simply love? Now, I loved this. No pun intended there. I got to get out of that. I liked this a lot. This was a fantastic description that this, uh, this place came up with. Listen to this. Love is showing people how much they matter. Let's not overcomplicate this. Let's not come up with some definition or description of love that is, is way too cumbersome. Can we just simplify for just a moment? Love just simply is just showing others how much they matter. We all know this. Love is a verb. It's not just an emotion. An emotion is a part of it. It's not just some way that I think it's, it's a part of it. Love is when I actually put into practice how it is I can do what is best for someone else in the short term, but also especially in the long term. Love is showing others how much they matter. Therefore, a four-year-old can show someone how much they love them. A 94-year-old can show someone how much they love them. Most likely, the 94-year-old is going to have a better grasp on what love is a deeper understanding, a greater understanding of what sacrifices involve. But love just simply is showing others how much they matter. How much do you show your siblings that they matter? I know what you're saying. David, you have no idea how annoying my sibling is right now. I get it. Love is just simply showing your sibling though how much they matter. How much do you show your parents how much they matter? How much do you show your neighbors how much they matter? How much do you show your grandparents how much they matter? One of the best ways I could show my grandfather how much he mattered was by, by sitting down and eating ice cream with him. It was a sacrifice. Loved every second of it. It was a love language of his. Show it just how can I put into practice and show you how much it is that you matter. Ask any mom in the room right now. 
ask her to go back and remember that one gift that the kid did when they were young, and it was coloring, and it was, it was something they made. It was a drawing that they made. Mom put that up on the refrigerator for like 65 years. That thing stood. It didn't matter how, how uh, lack of uh, professionalism the art had because this child was just simply trying to show how much, Mom, I love you. Love. Showing how, how much it matters. Now, we read the passage in there, but I love how it starts. It says, dear friends. When John is writing this, John is writing to a group of people in here. He's writing to folks who were not sure whether or not they were rightly related to God. They just kept wondering and, and questioning, and they, they just never were assured about their relationship with God. They had put more emphasis upon what they were doing as opposed to the emphasis on what God had already done on their behalf. And so they would look at their own lives, and they would see, at times, we fail. We fail to love others. We fail to love God. And so they're looking at their failure and they're saying, is God really going to embrace and accept me in my failure? Rather than looking at all that Jesus had done to love God, to love others, and knowing that Jesus did everything on their behalf. So they could either rest in their lack of performance or they can rest in Christ's perfect performance. This is the group that he's writing to. And he says, dear friends, not just dudes, not just yo, dear friends. These are people that struggle. He had prayed with them. He had struggled alongside them. He had begged them. He had taught them from the script, trying to get them to understand. No, it really is what God has done. But we're so prone to, to not believe that, aren't we? We're so prone to come back to what it is that we do as opposed to what God has done. And he's writing to say, look, dear friends, I just want you to know what love actually is. True love, real love. He says, continue loving one another. Why? Because love comes from God. I think this is the first thing we ought to see in this passage. Love comes from God. Love is God's idea. It's not man's idea. Now, we love his idea. I did it again. We are very grateful for his idea. But love is from God. He says this, we ought or we should love one another. Now, what does he mean by that? Does he mean you should love? And if you don't love, then I'm gonna. No, what he's saying is this because we're attached to God and love comes from God, it's one of the most natural things in the world for, for God's children to do. They just love. That's the reputation in the community. Out here in Tallahassee, you know what they ought to be saying about the church? Those that would not consider themselves to be followers of Christ, those that would, would, would not have a high interest in church or religious things. Or, you know what they ought to say about folks at Wildwood? They ought to say, I'm not exactly sure what those Presbyterians believe. I'm not exactly sure what they do. I know they come out on Sunday mornings. I know some of them work here. And I'm, not, I'm not sure of anything, but I do know this. And those people are incredibly loving. I can't figure them out. It seems like they just don't stop. They just keep loving other people. All the time, they're just finding more ways to show other people how much they matter. Don't know what they believe, but I can tell you this. Those folks know how to love. That's what he's saying here. When he's saying we should, it's not, a, it's not coming along and in this heavy-handed, oppressive thing. It's just, a man, if you're connected with God, it ought to just come naturally. It ought to flow out of you. Let it happen. 
Let God love in you and let him love through you. Love does not define God, says one theologian, but God defines love. Please, just don't have time to go in it this morning. But when we're talking about love, we're not talking about it in the generic sense that the, the world would want to use it to fit their own philosophy, et cetera. We're talking about the way God defines it. How does God define it? Look what comes next. Real love is from God. Number two, real love is shown by God. There in verses 9 and 10. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life. This, this is so great. It's not rocket science. Let's simplify it in the same way that the biblical writers do. How do we know that God loves us? How, how will we possibly know that? When you look at life circumstances, if you have challenging things going on in your life right now, you may be thinking, has God forgotten about me? Is he aware of how hard school has already started out to be? Is he aware of where our marriage is at this moment? Is he aware of the difficulties that we're having relating to one another? Is God, has he turned, how do we know that God loves us? It's here every Sunday. It always has a light that's shining out from the background. It's always here so that no matter what somebody up here says or what we sing, you always have this visual image. We know that God loves us because of one primary thing. While we were sinners, while we were the ones failing to show God how much we love him, failing to show others how much we love them, while we are failing miserably, and this moment is when God jumps down off of the front porch, so to speak, and he chases us down. He comes to earth and lives the life that we couldn't live. He dies the death that we should have died, and then he overcomes death by being raised again on the third day. Jesus taking on the wrath of God, doing everything... That's how we know. So when you question whether or not God loves you based on the particular circumstances of your life, you should always come back to that. God showed it. He didn't just say it. He displayed it. Real love is from God. Real love is shown by God. Don't turn there, but in John 13, it tells us that the evening meal was being served, and Jesus, having loved his own to the very end, he said, Jesus now showed the disciples the full extent of his love. Earlier in 1 John, here, chapter 3, it tells us, or I'm sorry, in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, uh, it says, God so loved the world that he gave. And then over here in 1 John, chapter 3, verse 16, also says, we know what real love, real love is because Christ gave up his life for us. My friends, I hope you never outgrow the cross. I hope you never cease to have amazement and wonder over why it is that God did this on your behalf. Real love is from God. Real love is shown by God. And then finally, he tells us in this passage that real love is shown to others through us. Look at verse 11. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. One of the ways that you know God loves you is when the people of God come around you. It's God just sending his little minions 
It's sending his little messengers. It's sending his little lovers, if you will, to come alongside of you and to be with you. Now, I'm going to tell you more about this next week when we continue our series. But this very weekend, I had the, the yesterday, I had um, great uh, extremes where I had a um, visiting a man who is, uh, is about to go be with the Lord and visiting another uh, couple um, who is going off to, to start a new life. It, different ends of the spectrum. And, and I, but both people tell me this. Let me show you how much Wildwood has loved us. I can't tell. I, I wish I need to do this more often. I wish I could tell you how many times I'm pulled aside from somebody in the community. And they say, I just want you to know how much your church has done for me. Your church has written me. Your church has prayed for me. Your church has come alongside. Your church gave us food. Your, your church is incredible. Now, you know what they say when, when they say church? What they're not referring to is our programming. They're referring to you. And one great evidence that you are rightly related to God is that you just look for ways to show others how much they matter. And you do it regularly and consistently. One of the, one of the ladies here told me recently, I, I've got to let somebody at the church know we have way more food than we can eat. And I said, great, because i got way more boys than I have food. Send it my way. You love. You ought to love. Why ought you to love? Because you're connected to God. And there's something inside of you that stirs and says, I want to love us. I want to show others how much they matter. Here's what I want to challenge you to do today. I'm going to finish our time, my time a tad bit early. If the music team isn't out here, so be it. I want to challenge you just simply with this. Today, on the ride home or today at the lunch table, at some point, would you gather together as a family, gather with some friends, whatever you have, would you gather together and would you talk about one thing? Would you ask one another, how do you know when I love you? How do you feel loved by me? How are you certain that it is that I love? When are you assured that I love you? However you want to phrase the question, get around that. How do you know when you are loved by me? Because real love is showing others how much they matter. Thank God Jesus showed us, and that visual is with us every day. My friends, as followers of Jesus, will you just ask one another and ask the Lord how you can show God's love to each other? If we do that, oh, oh, how Tallahassee will be blessed and benefited and changed forever.